Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Habitually, drinking one or more sugary drink per day was related with the risk of new diabetes, type 2 diabetes, regardless of obesity levels at the start. So whether people were obese or lean or you know, thin or fat, it didn't matter. There was an increased risk. Secondly, we found that other types of uh, sugary drinks like fruit juice or the diet drinks were also positively related, but the link there was weaker. Thirdly, we have very new findings which have not been looked at before, which is if we model how the consumption of sugary drinks affects the, the proportion in the population who get diabetes, the numbers are startling. So we find that if people were to cut out sugary drinks, we could be looking to prevent up to 2 million cases of diabetes over the next 10 years in the United States and around 80,000 new cases of diabetes in the UK alone. What is sugar actually doing to us that makes it bad for us in these sugary drinks? Sugar can have effects uh, either by simply the uh, calorie intake, increasing obesity levels. And we know that obesity is very strongly linked to type 2 diabetes. But there are also effects, and our study is uh, very much uh, showing this, that regardless of the effect on obesity, there are also direct effects on the risk of diabetes, even if we control for baseline obesity. And those effects will come from these glucose spikes uh, that, that happen as a result of consuming sugary drinks. Also, liquid calories from, from these liquid drinks that have sugar are not as satiating, so we can overcompensate by passively consuming other calories. And there are also non-glucose-related effects. You know, there are colorings in the drinks, caffeine in the caffeinated varieties, that's phosphoric acid. So there's a whole host of both glucose-related and non-glucose-related effects that come from having the sugary drinks. How significant is the risk? Does it affect everyone in the same way? In terms of numbers and magnitude, if you like, we found that consuming on a regular basis one drink or more of sugar-sweetened beverages uh, can put up the risk by about 20%. And once we adjust for obesity, it's still elevated to around 13% greater risk. So that gives you an idea. And that's after controlling for a whole host of other important factors, which can also contribute to diabetes risk. So energy intake, meaning calorie intake, obesity levels, whether people are physically active or not, uh, whether people um, smoke, uh, drink alcohol, um, how educated they are. So we've adjusted for or accounted for a whole variety of important factors and still find an independent risk. I know that sugar is found in loads of different food, even things that you wouldn't think are sweet, like savoury foods. How easy do you think it would be to remove sugar completely from our diet? As you say, sugar comes in all sorts of uh, solid form, liquid form, and mixed in and hidden and added uh, and all sorts. So the 
quickest win, if you like, or an easy win, is to go for the sugary drinks because they are very easy to identify. We know they have sugar. It's not hidden sugar. So that's pretty attractive. Pretty much everyone I know seems to really like sugar and loves sugary drinks and loves sugary foods. Is there a reason why humans like sugar so much? Yeah, our study was not designed to address that specifically, but we know from other work that uh, we seem to have evolved with what we classically call the sweet tooth. There are some experimental studies that seem to suggest that sugars can be somewhat addictive because they tickle our pleasure centers, if you like. So, you know, it's some sort of a reward if we eat sugar. And that's why it's all the more difficult to give it up. So if we can't drink sugary drinks and we can't drink artificially sweetened drinks or fruit juices, what should we be drinking? <laughs> okay, so I don't think we are saying that we can't drink artificially sweetened drinks and we can't drink fruit juice. What we are saying is that the habitual daily consumption on a regular basis is unlikely to be beneficial for the prevention of diabetes. Tea and coffee, excellent drinks from other research we know, particularly if we don't add sugar. And indeed, the artificially sweetened beverages and fruit juice in small quantities, not habitually and regularly, are all permissible. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 